that we all call Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate, program number 1,341. I want to thank you for sharing your time with me this morning. Today, we're going to uh, take a look at the tea leaves for where this market is trending. And in the second half hour of the program, we're going to have a special guest, so you'll need to stay tuned to see who that is. Following the weekly observations, we'll open up the phone lines for you. At 217-629-7970 with your questions. If I may remind you, please, that the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of sponsors of REMAX Professionals of Springfield, REMAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I do not own REMAX. I am not an attorney at law, a tax expert, or a financial planner. So the opinions expressed on this program are those of a real estate broker serving families just like yours in the Springfield area as a full-time realtor since 1987. Let's thank our sponsors this half hour of the program, shall we? Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing, when you have a plumbing problem, it's Writings to the rescue. And Slabjackers Construction, if your concrete has that sinking feeling... Get all jacked up with Slabjackers. I want to take a moment to say good morning to my sister Mindy in Cumberland, Maryland, my son Sam in Nashville, Tennessee, my son Josh, his wife Ashley, and my grandkids Kenzie and Weston in North Carolina listening live on WMAY. Well, it's time for your weekly observations being brought to you by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street Frontage Road. Stop by. I'm sure that you're going to find plenty of sales uh, on their grills, on their patio furniture as we're nearing the end of the summer season. You stop by and you tell our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street Frontage Road. Hello from Fritz on Let's Talk Real Estate. Well, here's your weekly observations for this August 28th, 2021. And it's titled, Reading the Tea Leaves for the Local Housing Market. You know, although my crystal ball's in the shop, there are once again signs within and outside the market that provide us clues for the direction the local housing market is taking. You know, last night I had the pleasure to go to the Chatham-Glenwood-Springfield High School football game as the original sponsor on WMAY when they announced they were broadcasting Chatham games, being a lifetime football fan, and having a daughter attending Chatham High School uh, I rarely missed a game. Well, along comes some health issues in 2018 and 2019, followed by COVID 2020 season, and I probably only attended two or three games in three years. It was great seeing the fans and being back out again. Well, don't worry, there's a tie into real estate. Regardless where I go, I'm always asking about the market. However, this time, almost everybody said simultaneously, Houses are flying off the market, aren't they? Well, I said, yeah, they are. If we can find some to sell, the inventory's down. You know, uh, in Sangamon County, uh, the median days on the market for a sold listing was three days for three months in a row. And the average days on the market fell to 14 days in July. Both record lows. 
Uh, that's about where it ends, though, because we're seeing some changing trends. The inventory is nowhere near normal. However, the number of homes for sale is down by 369 listings from last year on this date. And the number of homes for sale one year, uh, year ago were down by 524. Hmm, that was year over year as well. So there's a big difference between 524 and 369. Both this year and last year remain near record lows. However, that trend is the opposite of last year at this time, and the inventory of homes for sale is building. Conversely, the number of homes going under contract is declining compared to the record-setting pace of last year, but the trend is down. That's the important thing. You need to know if you're a prospective home seller. The preceding four weeks compared to the same time frame in 2020, well, we had 388 pending listings, and that was down from 473, or by 18% from last year. The 365 listings reported under contract today, although second best on record, are down 16% from last year on this date. Another telltale sign confirming this trend are the number of homes that closed this past week, which totaled 79, only 36 of those selling at or above asking price, accounting for 45.5% of closed sales. You know, that's the first time in 13 weeks that weekly closed sales, closing at or above asking price, fell below 50%. Now, please remember, closed sales come from pending sales four to eight weeks earlier. Year-to-date closed sales in the MLS of 2,851 is the most ever for this date and are up 10.5% over last year. But eh, caution, the percentage of year-over-year -year increase is trending downward towards single digits. The tea leaves within the market continue the trends of increasing inventory, declining demand, and the fever has broken on the crazy number of homes that are closing at or above the seller's asking price. Now, what are the tea leaves outside the market giving us clues for the potential direction of local home sales? Well, last week I shared that uh, it was reported Illinois ranks 42nd in the nation in jobs recovery from COVID lockdowns and mandates. Now the governor has unilaterally once again dictated mask mandates for indoors beginning next Monday. How that mandate will impact businesses struggling to regain their footing, you know, those who managed to be in the 65% that survived the governor's previous lockdowns, mandates, and all-knowing ability to tell businesses who was essential and who wasn't essential. Well, we'll have to wait and see what impact it has. I could be wrong, but I don't see how uh, that will help businesses grow, expand, and add jobs, which adds to the demand for housing. The other tea leaves were provided by the Federal Reserve when Chairman Powell stated there was a vigorous but uneven recovery. Well, let me translate that for you. States without mandates are going gangbusters. States continuing mandates, not so much. Now, this is from the New York Times yesterday, quote, 18 months into the pandemic, Jerome Powell, the Federal Reserve Chair, has offered the strongest sign yet that the Fed is prepared to soon 
withdraw one leg of the support it has been providing to the economy as conditions strengthen. At the same time, Mr. Powell made clear on Friday that interest rate increases remained far away and that the central bank was monitoring risk posed by the Delta variant of the coronavirus. The Fed has been trying to bolster economic activity by buying, listen to this, $120 billion in government-backed bonds each month and by leaving its policy interest rate at rock bottom. Officials have been debating when to begin slowing their bond buying, the first step in moving toward a more normal policy setting. They have said they would like to make substantial further progress toward stable inflation and full employment before doing so. Close quote. Now it's from the New York Times. Now, let me translate that for you. The Federal Reserve will continue to ignore inflation and whistle past the graveyard and keep interest rates low. And we're fine with that. However, the suspension of the Fed buying mortgage-backed securities could drive up mortgage rates. Let me share a quick history lesson from our local housing market. In May of 2013, Ben Bernanke, then Fed chair, declared they were stopping the purchase of mortgage-backed securities. 30-year mortgage rates were at 3% and had been so for 18 months, but they were 3% on the date of the announcement, and that was at the beginning of May. By the end of June, 30-year rates were 4.9%. For over a year, I've shared that two ways we could see a slowdown in this record run of home sales were rising interest rates or satisfied demand without job creation. It appears the tea leaves are saying both are knocking on the door. Well, make this a great week uh, from my wife, Christy, and I at REMAX Professionals of Springfield. And if you want to buy or sell a home or both, you can give me a call, Fritz Fister, REMAX Professionals, 217-652-SOLD. You know, it'd be an honor to serve your family. And that's this week's Weekly Observations brought to you by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street frontage road. Well, I'm going to change up our program a little bit today because I have a special guest coming in for the second half hour of the program. And in fact, they just arrived. All right. Hey, how you doing, Frank? Good. Have a seat in that first chair and we'll be with you in just a minute. I've got to clean up some real estate business here. Uh we're going to change things up, and we're just going to move right into uh, the interest uh, rate watch. And this week, it's being brought to you by our friends at Writings Plumbing. You give John Writings a call at 544-6890. I just recommended John to a, a client of mine that just purchased a home and uh, discovered that the outside spigot was leaking, and she was referred to another plumber. And guess what? They didn't show up for their appointment. Then they didn't call back. I said, well. Don't have to worry about that with writings. Writings will be there. You can count on them. I've counted on them for all the years I've been in my home. Call Writings Plumbing, 544-6890. So what's going on with these interest rates? Well, they're ticking up. Uh, the 15-year uh, is up to 2.3%, which is still phenomenal money. But that's, you know, the highest it's been since the uh, uh, first week of July. The 30-year is knocking on the 3% door again at 29 
Our FHA uh, jumped up to 2.75, and the VA is 2.625. So the VA is still holding steady, and I keep urging all my fellow veterans, if you're living in your home, you're happy where you're at, and you still have a mortgage left, and you haven't refinanced, now's the time to do it. Um, even if you're thinking about maybe doing a little fix-up to your home because you might be selling in a few years, it might be an inexpensive way to get the money to uh, – to fix that home up and then when you go to resell, because don't count on this kind of market when you go to resell. We've never had this before. I don't know if we'll ever have it again. It is absolutely insane. Uh, and you first-time home buyers, that 2.75% on an FHA loan, uh, that's and the VA, they're both 30-year mortgages. So uh, you can get some some of the cheapest money in history right now on a 30-year loan and have a minimal down payment. I believe it's 3.75% you have to have down. And the seller can even assist in that down payment cost. You got to have a certain number of dollars to be able to close a loan coming out of your own pocket, but you got to have some skin in the game. Uh, just call your uh, favorite local lender and, and ask them what their requirements are. And of course, those lenders will uh, calculate the annual percentage rate figuring in your cost to close that loan amortized over the first year. But 2.3 on a 15 conventional, 2.9 on a 30-year conventional, FHA 2.75, VA 2.625. We'll take those rates any day of the week. Now, moving along, we're going to jump right into the market update uh, being brought to you by our friends at Slab Jackers Construction. Uh, Slapjackers, Chuck's a great guy, big old tall galoot, just nicest guy in the world you ever want to meet. And uh, I bet he's happy as a, a woodpecker in a lumberyard about right now because uh, when they raised those trailer taxes, he had, I don't know, 15, 20 trailers that went up 100 bucks, and uh, they've uh, eliminated, eliminated that now in the recent session. So Chuck's got to be happy. So he'll be real, real happy. You call him to raise up that concrete that's sinking in your driveway, your sidewalk, your front stoop, back patio, whatever kind of concrete you have sinking. It's causing a trip hazard. It's just unsightly, especially if you're going to be selling your home. You, I've, I've literally had people I pulled up uh, in front of a home in my car, and they look at the driveway, and one pad's just sunken terribly and they just say hey we don't even want to go inside don't do that to yourself call chuck at 787-8252 okay what's going on in the market right now as i mentioned uh the inventory is building we've got 519 uh listings available to be shown but of those are 121 of those silly pending continue to show they've already got a contract on them so who would want to go see them i don't know uh, but active, it dipped just below 400 at 398, but it's, it's building. And the only reason why it dipped below 398 was we only had 78 new listings this week. That was the fewest in weeks. Uh, 96 went under contract. And of course I, I shared with you earlier, 79 of those closed, only 14 of them sold at the asking price. That's only 17.7%. And then 22 sold above asking price and a lot of those i'll remind you it's not crazy there were like two or three that sold for 20 grand above asking price which means somebody has more dollars and cents uh but uh 
the vast majority of them were like $500 over, and a lot of them were just $100 over. Like the home was listed for $199.9 and sold for $200. You know, so um, I wouldn't read too much into it, but that's only 27.8% of the closed sales this week. Now, we got to remember that those sales uh, went under contract four to eight weeks ago when the market's a lot different than what it is now. I can see it coming down into a soft landing. Uh, and... We have not had a week with over 100 pending sales now in four weeks. Or we had back-to-back weeks of 108, and then we went to 86, 98, and 96. Uh, That's highly unusual. Let me give you an example. Uh, Last year, during those same four weeks, 124, 118, 111, 120. Uh, So home sellers, don't get too cocky and don't get too overconfident. There's certainly areas of high demand. Uh, Doc and I were just talking about uh, Sherman Williamsville. I was scheduled to show home out in Williamsville uh, right after the program today, but I got the notice last night that it sold. And um, and I thought it might, it was kind of a long shot for this particular client. If you got anybody that's selling a home out in uh, Sherman Williamsville School District, uh, anywhere $150,000 to $250,000. They would like to have something a little bit more modern. But this was an older Sears home on Main Street and. Williamsville, and from the photos, it looked really good condition. And they debated it over for a day or two and said, oh, okay, we'll go look at it. But eh, too late now. <laughs> it's a goner. Uh, so uh, pretty much that's what's going on. Uh, once again, the record number of 2,851 closed sales. But as I predicted on January 1st, I anticipated we would have this type of activity. And then in the second half of the year, we'd see it starting to come back down to earth because you only have so many people that are qualified. Let's face it. This is an interest rate driven market. This has nothing to do with the jobs boom. As I shared with you, Illinois is 42nd in the nation in jobs recovery from COVID. We're not adding any great degree of demand to the housing market because we have jobs being created. It's all interest rate driven. And sooner or later, now probably 16 months worth of collective cumulatively record-setting sales. That's a lot of people that uh, are out of the market. So uh, home sellers, I don't, I wouldn't get too cocky and overconfident because when that demand is satisfied and there's not any jobs being created to uh, replenish that demand, uh, you're not going to have 14 days on the market. You're not going to have a median three days on the market. We're going to go back ever so slowly back up to a normal 58 to 60 days on the market. And believe it or not, uh, in July, I just heard the national home sales report and it was, uh, home sales went up again. However, due to increased inventory nationwide, home prices fell. Well, we're going to take a break. Back to Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Fister of REMAX Professionals on WMAY. Welcome back to Let's Talk Real Estate, program number 1,341. Uh, In studio, I have a special guest, uh, and I'm going to have to turn on your microphone here. Uh, This is Eric Murray. He's retired from the U.S. Army. You want to say good morning, Eric? What's that, sir? So you want to say good morning? Oh, good morning, everybody. <laughs> okay. We're going to be getting to Eric. I'm going to have to take care of some real estate business here. And one of the things we need to do is especially thank our sponsors for this half hour of the program, Hillier Storage and Moving, Moving Things You Love. 
Now, I'll tell you what about Hillier. 525-8550, you give Tom Swift a call. I'm watching this family in my subdivision get one of these tractor trailers dropped off at their house. They got a U-Haul. They got a pickup. Then he he's saying, oh, I need help. Uh, the, the guys that I hired to come help me load this all up uh, uh, are sick and they can't make it. And oh, my gosh, what? Hire the professionals. Do it right. Hilliers moved me my last three times. I loved them. You'll love them. Hilliers, storage and moving, moving the things you love, 525-8550. Then, of course, don't forget our friends at Bacon, Termite, and Pest Control. If you're buying a house, you want to make sure you don't have any unwelcome guests, if you know what I mean. And there's nobody better than Bacon to make sure that that's the situation. You can reach uh, Kathy at 544-7566. Talk about a good, God-fearing, American-loving, small business owner, family-owned business, bacon, termite, and pest control. And then our friend Pat Patterson, JRE Construction, uh, Landscaping and Foundation Repair. You know, we've had a little bit of rain here lately, and when it comes, it's been coming in buckets. I hope it's not going into your crawl space or basement because that will cause you nothing but trouble in your home, whether you're selling or not. It can create mold. It can weaken the foundation. It can cause just problems that you never even thought of. So you call our friend Pat Patterson because he uh, keeps you uh, keeps water out of your foundation without putting you underwater because that means he's affordable and he's only going to recommend what needs to be done to fix the problem. He's not going to oversell you on a full meal deal waterproofing system if it's not necessary. It's just the kind of guy he is. Pat Patterson's a great guy. Give him a call, 691-8555. Well, uh, this week uh, uh, was a pretty tough week for a lot of veterans, uh, for Americans. Uh, you know, uh, I was mentioning uh, having Eric on to promote the uh, Gold Star mission uh, earlier this week, and that was before the devastating loss of our 13 uh, servicemen, 10 Marines, two Army, one Navy corpsman, uh, and uh, 80, excuse me, 15 wounded. We're now up to 135 uh, dead Afghanis in the attack. But when mentioning that I was having Eric on to uh, somebody near and dear and close to me, I won't mention who she is while I honey. Uh, she says, what does that have to do with real estate? Well, my response is everything. Without those who serve and sacrifice to defend America, our freedoms, our liberty, our rights, including property rights, there wouldn't be a need for a real estate show. The unending enemies of freedom from without and within would succeed and nobody would have the freedom to own a home or have the rights that they take for granted. Those who serve and have served never take these gifts from God and America for granted. You know, last week uh, I celebrated Jared Patton, Senior NCO of the Year for the United States Marine Corps, from right, born right here in Springfield, Illinois, graduated from Tri-City in 2010. And, and I went from that high to the low 
uh, following the loss of our fellow servicemen. And Eric, I will say that uh, I have run the entire gamut of emotions from saddened, depressed, to totally pissed off. And I just want to say thank you for coming in. And I want to make certain that you all know that my opinions are my opinions solely. And I'll stand by them, and I'm proud of them. But, Eric, if you would uh, share a little bit about your military background. Yes, sir. Hey, Fritz, thank you for uh, inviting us on today. Uh, I belong to a great organization, the Gold Star Mission. Um, a little bit of my background. Uh, as you mentioned, I retired from the active Army and the Illinois Army National Guard in 2009. Uh, four years after, uh, for the next four years, and I, I kind of worked with the family programs, the Yellow Ribbon Program, helping uh, families and uh, service members prepare for deployment and for returning back into uh, reintegrating into civilian life. Did that for about four years, then retired. Uh, in 2017, they um, called me back to be a spar- part of this organization, which uh, they kicked off in 2017 uh, because uh, we didn't The want Gold to- Star Mission the is Gold what Star you're- Mission, yes, sir. Correct. Uh, it's a locally organized uh, by the National Guard, a uh, group of National Guard officers uh, that set it up because we'd realized that uh, we had already started forgetting the names uh, and the stories of some of our fallen. Uh, in the Illinois National Guard, we've lost 34 since 9-11. And uh, so we said we got to do something to, to raise awareness, make sure that we never forget their names and we don't stop saying. Like the old saying says, you know, that a hero dies twice, first time physically uh, with the last breath of his uh, uh, out of his lungs, and then the second time is when we stop saying their names. And our job is to keep saying their names and so uh so the first year they they kicked off and wanted to do a 500 mile ride, bicycle ride uh from cairo up to saint charles uh initially they thought it'd be a two day or three days but we talked them off the into a four-day event so did a four-day event rode it up uh very brutal is uh 2017 if you look back there wasn't a day that was under 90 degrees so uh, <laughs> yeah i remember that yeah. it, it was nasty but along the way what was really remarkable again we was riding for those 34 so our 38 riders 34 of them actually had a name on their back of one of those 34 so everybody was represented there well we met so many families of marine corps and air force navy active army and it's like will you ride for my son my daughter my husband my wife next year and it's like so we knew that was bigger than 34. it it had to be for everybody which illinois has just under 300 uh fallen right now since 9 11. so we opened it up and immediately after that ride finished in september uh, of 2017, we opened it up for the all 300, and so we're riding for them. So this uh, this year is going to be our fifth ride. Uh, we do it the last week of September, which is nationally always recognized as Gold Star Family Week. That's when Congress or the president comes out, proclamation says we are recognizing our Gold Star families. We end the ride on Saturday because the last Sunday of every September is always Gold Star Mother's Day. That's their special day. We want to ride it. We want to make sure that we bring that awareness to those families and to those mothers. Uh, And so this year, again, is going to be our fifth year doing it. Uh, And it will be the 21st through the 25th of September. 
we are starting in Decatur this year. We change the route every year because we want to hit as many communities as we can just to, again, to bring out those Gold Star families that are still out there uh, going through this uh, struggle and this journey uh, of grieving to come out and, and remind, again, the communities and remind the schools of their alumni that they've lost uh, and just keep those names out there. Well, I, I want to ask you way back, if you can remember far enough, yes, <laughs> uh, when you were a young man, what caused you to join the Army? That's, uh, well, I joined back in 85, and uh, oops. back then the economy wasn't very much. There wasn't a lot of jobs around, and uh, I just wanted some opportunities and uh, go out and see, so I joined the active Army. And that's where it started. Well, there's a lot of reasons why a lot of people join the military. But I'll tell you what, uh, we're going to have Aaron Tippin explain why I joined. With stars and stripes, and eagle fly. We're the stars and stripes. Pretty much says it for me, Eric. And uh, thank you, Aaron Tippin, for a great song. Uh, this week we lost 13. 13 more Gold Star families. And we don't know yet if there's anybody from Illinois. No, haven't heard, sir. Okay, the Gold Star Mission Ride. Now I just got to mention this. Uh, I mentioned that I was mad, in other words, earlier. And that's because I believe this is the greatest and most humiliating military defeat at the hands of the suits, not the boots. Uh, incompetent commander-in-chief and malfeasance on behalf of his military and security advisors that caused this situation to occur. They effectively surrendered to each century lunatics and it makes me mad it was completely avoidable it was the most backwards withdrawal ever i don't think anybody disagreed that we needed to end our mission there but anybody with an iq above an amoeba uh, knows that it was a complete failure in planning that have killed americans and we now have 13 more Gold Star members. Now, that's that's me. That's Fritz Pfister. That's not Eric. But I will ask you, Eric, uh, there's more the, to the Gold Star ride than just uh, honoring and remembering the names. I believe we raise money for scholarships for the children of the fallen. Yes, sir. We we raise uh, money for that through our through our rides and our awareness campaigns and and great generosity of our uh, donors and supporters. Uh, we do raise money for the scholarships. The first priority of those scholarships does go to the the families of the fallen. Uh, however, as you're aware and I'm aware, just by looking at the the fallen of this last thirteen, uh, how many of those young men and women were you know twenty years old. And a lot of them did not have children. Of our 300, a lot of them didn't have children. So we do prioritize it to them first. And But 
But then what we do is we go ahead and award it to any eligible, qualified uh, student that wants to continue their education. We'll award it. But when we award the scholarships, which we've uh, been graciously able to uh, award 164 to date, uh, we actually put it in the name of one of these fallen. And we give them a memorial bracelet as well with it. So you got a stainless steel memorial bracelet that has the name of that service member. So hopefully that's going to keep and resonate with that family to keep saying, hey, I got my degree or I got my education or I got my certification because of the help of this, this fallen hero and his name or her name. How can people donate? Sir, we've got uh, we've got an active website and a Facebook page, uh, just gold, goldstarmission.org, uh, or you can reach out and, and contact me. I'll leave my information here, or I can give it right here near the air. Give it right now. Okay. Uh, my name is Eric Murray. My email is E-M-U-R-R-A-Y-6-3 at comcast.net, or you can call me at 217-494-4778. Uh, the yeah. last last way to help is we will be ending the ride at about 4 p.m. on Saturday, the 25th of September at Shields here. Shields is a great supporter of ours. So if you could show up at Shields and be a part of uh, the, the climactic return when we ride back and finish this ride, uh, it's going to be a great event. We've got Gold Star families going to be present. We've got a lot of the community that's going to be out there, but join in that. And just uh, one last ask, if you can just learn something about one of these fallen. Read these stories. These are amazing kids. I call them kids. But 21 years old, 22 years old, doing some great things. We've got a lot of local heroes right in our area. Um, I was going to prepare to talk about a couple of them. We're actually going to be awarding scholarships in their name this year. We, we try to award 34 scholarships a year, but two of them locally is uh, Staff Sergeant Gary Harper out of uh, Verdon. Check him out, Google him, and read read what he, Mr. Or, uh, Staff Sergeant Harper did. Another one that we're going to be awarding this year was being uh, uh, S- uh, Corporal Karen Clifton out of uh, Mount Zion, but she's got family in Iliopolis. And check her, check her story out. A young five foot one. A uh, young lady, 22 years old, that wanted to be a military police officer, and she did. She achieved her dream, and back in 2007, her unit was extended over in theater, and uh, she was responding to help a uh, Bradley fighting vehicle that got hit, and uh, her vehicle got hit, and we lost her on that day in, in 2007. So there's some great, amazing stories. And for those stories and how to uh, obtain those, don't forget the WMAY.com podcast. Go to Let's Talk Real Estate. Go to today's program, and you can retrieve all of Eric's information. But in her honor and in the honor of the uh, Fallen 13 this week, the unnecessary of 